You're listening to the Naptime Empires podcast with my mom, Nikki Ellidge Brown. Mom, your show's on. Thanks, bud. I got it from here. Welcome to the Naptime Empires podcast, refreshingly honest conversations on the realities of parenthood and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Nikki Ellidge Brown. Let's get started. I want to talk about the gift of mom guilt today, and that might sound weird, so just bear with me and hear me out. I have some stories, I have a reframe that's been really helpful to me lately, and then also an actual exercise that you can try if you're feeling partially immobilized or just grumpy and down on yourself for a dose of mom guilt that's been recent, fresh, or maybe it's from years or months ago even. And if you've been listening to the podcast for any period of time, you've probably heard me share this story about... January 2016, when I was at Alani, the Disney resort on the west side of Oahu with my parents and my boys and my husband. And Diki was only a few weeks old and Jeremy was about to be heading out on like a half deployment a week or so later. And we were talking about a family vacation we were taking later that year to Disney World. And I did the math to realize that by the time we went on that trip, Bryson was going to be five. He had just turned four, but still the fact that he was going to turn five, I broke into tears. And yes, part of it was postpartum hormones. But the other part of it was just this overwhelming sense of mom guilt where I was like, I have spent so much of his preschool years with my head in my laptop, like just one more email, just one more video, you know, I'm almost done, blah, blah, blah. And so what I was feeling the guilt over, and I've talked about this, like I said, in several episodes, and I'll continue to because it's a, it's a huge teacher. This moment was a huge teacher and this mom guilt was a huge teacher, which is the perspective that I have at the time that I'm sharing this that I didn't necessarily have the first time that I was sharing it on episode three of Naptime Empires. But basically I was like, oh my gosh, you know, at least Bryson had a year and a half before I started my business where I was working part-time for University of Phoenix and the National Park Service, but I had a lot of time where it was just chill time and I was writing for fun. You know, it was just kind of an autopilot, but a beautiful season of life where I was like very content, whatever. Then when I started my business, it was like almost all consuming in many ways. And I felt like, and it was a kind of a dysmorphic view when I was looking back to where I was like, oh my gosh, I was never there for my son. And I know that that's not true. I know that that's not true. But at the time, in this particular moment, in this flash of mom guilt, I was like, oh my gosh. And I could only see the negatives of my business and I wasn't seeing the benefits to us, which I'll get to that in a second. And so I was like, oh my gosh, if I've spent most of his preschool years with my head in my laptop and then he at least had a year and a half before I started my business. But then Diki was practically born on a live webinar. That's the thing that I say. Because legit, I was doing webinars until I was like 37 plus weeks pregnant with Diki. And so I was like, it shifted everything at the time. I didn't realize it was, but it did shift everything. And it shifted how I was showing up. I think I talk about this in, well, in lots of episodes, but even just most recently in how to appreciate where you are now, which is episode 52. But the point was I was overcome with mom guilt. I was feeling, oh my gosh, this is not how I want to be showing up. And at the time when I first recorded episode three of Naptime Empires, which was my first solo episode, I was seeing that as like, you know, I was sucking as a mom and that was my, basically my awareness. Like, oh, look, you're sucking as a mom. Now with the wisdom of 2017 and especially recent lessons in 2018 at the time I'm recording this, I can see, no, yes, it was feedback. And at the time, that's how I interpreted it, which served its purpose. And I shifted, tremendously shifted how I was showing up in my life and my business and my family 
at that point. Now I'm finally starting to integrate. I feel like I swung from one side of the pendulum to the other, like where I was working all the time to where I barely worked at all for a little while. I'm actually just now getting back into the swing, like slowly. I don't want to jinx it, (laughs) but I can see that, right? 2020 hindsight, that's always the gift of that retrospective view. But at the time, it was just, oh, overwhelming. I could almost not even talk about that moment without crying. Breston, if you're ever listening to this, I love you so much. And no, I totally was not ignoring you. (laughs) But you would have thought at that moment when I was feeling so crushed with mom guilt that I was completely ignoring my child for the, the whole, like, what was it? Two and a half, three and a half years from when I started my business. And it was not the case, but at the time, that was all I was seeing. So I want you to think about a moment where you have felt, and and it might've been like a a big moment, like a watershed moment like that, or it might've been a little moment, like a day where I also have a a video that I can share, which was like a message to bad moms or something. And I talk about it in episode three as well, which I will link to because I think you'll enjoy it. If you're listening to this episode, I think you really enjoy episode three as well. But I was like, I had been working and Diki was napping newborn style and Bryson watched a lot of Netflix and ate Cheerios that day. And I was feeling the mom guilt. And truly later that day, he was like, you're the bestest mom ever, just out of the blue. And it was the sweetest thing. And I felt like it was a smack upside the head to be like, right, we are often doing a better job than we give ourselves credit for. And we're our own harshest critics, whether that's in our writing, in our momming, in our partnering, in our sistering, in our friending and all of those things. So there's a degree of self-compassion that is valuable and understanding and kindness to ourselves. And yet that's not the excuse to bypass that guilt is a teacher and it's there to serve us. So this goes to a lesson I've been really learning over the last few months, which is that our emotions are a feedback system for us. They're there to teach us. So when we're trying to just bypass the uncomfortable ones and just be like hot potato, no, I don't want to deal with that. We're missing out on something like our bodies, our intuition is trying to get us back to being true to who we really are, right? Either way, that's what our emotions are doing. It's trying to get us back into balance. And so I Googled as you do, because I know that Brene Brown and her body of work on guilt and shame and vulnerability and all of these things is really valuable. And I wanted to see what she says about guilt. So she says, I believe there is a profound difference between shame and guilt. I believe that guilt is adaptive and helpful. It's holding something we've done or failed to do up against our values and feeling psychological discomfort. And then she goes on, I define shame as the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging. Something we've experienced done or failed to do makes us unworthy of connection. So I'm not talking about shame. I'm just talking about guilt, specifically mom guilt, but you can insert any kind of guilt here. And the point is, as she says, it's holding something we've done or failed to do up against our values and feeling psychological discomfort and that it can be adaptive and helpful. So what does that mean? It means that it's teaching us something. It's giving us an opportunity to pause and to zoom out and to reflect and be like, oh, hey, is this how I want to be showing up in this relationship or in this experience? If not, what am I going to do about it? And so seeing guilt as a teacher is a huge gift. Really, again, all of our emotions, especially these uncomfortable ones, but it's a huge gift for us to pause and see, is this really how I want to be showing up? Is this really aligned with my values currently? And our values can change and shift and grow, and they will, as we do. But if you're looking at guilt as a teacher, instead of being like, oh, and I've used that expression of like opting out of mom guilt or unsubscribing from mom guilt, but it's like, no, we can't actually disconnect from that. If we do feel it, it's there for a reason and it's there to teach us something and it's not to rub our noses in it. 
but it is to help us reflect and it's powerful if we choose to let it be. So I want you to think about the benefits of guilt and giving this opportunity. If you're feeling it, then first ask yourself, like, what is the lesson here? What is this teaching me? Is it something, this isn't how I want to show up. Is this an opportunity and I need to or want to apologize for something or to make amends for something or ask forgiveness for something or forgive myself for something? Like what is the powerful lesson for you? And then once you've got the lesson, throw the rest away because then you're dipping into shame territory, right? If you're like, because I did this, I'm not worthy of love and connection. And that's not true. And I understand that sometimes we can feel that way, but it's not true. So before you go into the shame territory, while you're in the guilt territory, choose to see that it's just there as feedback. It is a feedback loop. It's a valuable feedback loop. Take the lesson and throw the rest away. And if you're having a hard time with that part, that's where this next bit comes into handy, which is to find the benefits of whatever that thing was that you're feeling guilty for. So here's another story for you. Back in 2015, right before my husband, Jeremy, who was active duty Navy submarine dude at the time, he was about to be going on a deployment for about six to seven or potentially eight months. And Bryson was like three. And at that time, I could almost not even talk about the idea of him leaving without crying or feeling a pit in my stomach, like a knot in my stomach, because Bryson and Jeremy still are, but definitely at the time were like two peas in a pot. And I was like, I do not see how we're going to do this. I don't see how he's going to get on a submarine and go. Like I just couldn't imagine. And I have so much love in my heart and gratitude for service members who do this. I mean, it's it's a part of their job. It's part of what we signed up for and what he signed up for. But yes, that's his wife also that I was signing up for. And I just felt so much guilt because I was like, Bryson didn't sign up for this. This wasn't his choice. We made this choice that affects him in such a great way. You know, like blah, 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 blah. And I just felt so much guilt. And I was on a call with Michelle Simmons and she was like, okay, we need to talk about this. (laughs) Like we need to process this. She gave me the homework of coming up with 50 benefits of this deployment, 50 benefits for me, 50 benefits for Bryson, 50 benefits for Jeremy. And at the time I didn't realize it, but this was inspired by, I've mentioned Dr. Demartini, John Demartini, and this is something that he does, which is really like helping to flatline something. If you see it as a super negative event and you're not seeing it like the full picture. And I totally was at the time, the deployment, I was like, this is negative. This is not good. Oh my gosh. Like bracing myself for impact, basically. Like that's how my whole system was processing it. And so going through this exercise to come up with 50 benefits helped to neutralize or flatline this experience. And instead of seeing it as purely negative, it just helped me make it neutral. It wasn't like, oh, great. You know, see you, Jeremy. Can't wait till you go. It was just like, okay, I can see how this actually does have benefits that I didn't see. You know, I was only seeing the drawbacks and not the benefits. So some examples of benefits, like the fact that we were actually, because Jeremy was going to be gone, we were going to come home to Texas and be able to spend more time with my family here in Texas because we were living in Hawaii at the time. We had opportunities for Bryson to be more connected to me. So we had some special just mommy and Bryson time that we otherwise wouldn't have had where he realized like he did love me. (laughs) I was always like, okay, if daddy's around, then I'm like dust, right? So we had like our own special time to bond. His teachers really stepped up. His aunts, his uncles, his cousins, his grandparents, like he got more love and so did I and support from our broader village and our network as opposed to just being our own, which again, there's benefits to that, but we weren't trying to find 
the negatives of the deployment. We were only trying to find the positives so that it could be more neutral and just decrease that negative emotional charge. So this is what I'm encouraging you to do if there's anything that you're feeling guilt around and you're like, yeah, I get it, I get it, I get it. I can see that there's a lesson here, but I still feel really guilty. So whenever it's time to throw the guilt away because you've got the lesson, then I want you to think about whatever the thing is and define at least 50 benefits, which I know that sounds really intellectual, like it's going to make your brain work, but it is. And that's the point of it because it's like, I feel like when I'm doing this, my brain cells are doing little bicep curls <laughs> where it's like, you really have to think if, if I just said do five or 10, that's not going to give you the same impact because you could BS the first five or 10, like you're not really feeling it and you're not really looking deeper for the divine order and the hidden order behind all of it. And these hidden benefits that are unconscious, they've been there this whole time. You just are bringing the unconscious conscious basically with this exercise. So whatever it is, think about, is it whatever you're feeling the mom guilt about or the you fill in the blank guilt about? It could be like finding childcare and just having someone else watch your kids because you might have guilt around that and thinking like, oh, well, I'm not being a great mom. And the quality of my momming is dependent on the hours mommed. And that's actually not true. It's not about the time, right? It's about the quality and the best gift that you can give your kids is actually being true to who you are. And that means there are other things that are going to get your time. And that's a beautiful thing. Again, go back to episode three and listen to that and how you showing up for your values and living in your values and creating whatever it is that you want to create or having and nurturing the relationships that you want to have and nurture is giving them permission to do the same thing. Otherwise, if it's all about sacrificing yourself and who you truly are, then that's what you're modeling for them. And that's what they're going to do or grow up thinking that they're air quotes supposed to do too. And it's just not true. So all that to say, whether it's getting help with childcare, whether it's spending money on yourself, whether it's saying, look, I need a break and I'm going to go away for one night or a trip. I just went to San Francisco to visit my friends and Bryson would be like, oh, I'm going to miss you. And I'm like, I know I'm going to miss you too. And I'm going to have a great time. And you're going to miss me. And you're going to have a great time. Both of those things are true. And it's just helpful also in processing this with your kids and helping them see the benefit to when you're gone. Because when I'm gone, my family is thriving. <laughs> like, I'm really grateful. And now my husband's home, right? Let's rewind that because my husband wouldn't be home if I hadn't had my head in my laptop writing those emails and doing those videos, right? Like now I can see, wow, that was a huge gift. So I was feeling like a bad mom. In reality, now I can see I was actually giving my family a huge gift when I was head in the laptop. And I had so much judgment around what it looked like at the time. But now I, I'm like, you knew what you were doing, mama. And I'm grateful to you for exactly how this played out. I can see the beautiful order and how it's all playing out. Because now I can go on trips and have a lot less mom guilt because I know that daddy's on deck and they do all kinds of fun things when I'm gone. And then he and Bryson gets to sleep in my spot, you know, and have slumber parties with daddy when I'm gone. Like there are plenty of benefits and ways that we can be there for them even when we're not physically there. And that's just one example of a mom guilt thing. So all that to say, I'm encouraging you, if you're feeling crushed by the weight of mom guilt today or any day, and pass this to a friend, send this to a friend who you know is going through this too, because we all do, because it's human to have these emotions. This is part of our experience. Again, it's a feedback system. Our guilt is a teacher. There's something for us to learn from it, but it has nothing to do with our worth and whether we're good people, air quotes, good, whatever that judgment means to you. It's just feedback. It's an opportunity. It's a mirror holding it up to be like, hey, is this how you want to be showing up? If it is, great. If it's not, great. This is an opportunity for us to address it and to do something about it and to loop in or to clear something up with somebody 
that we may have harmed or hurt, or maybe not. You know, it's just an opportunity to reflect. So we don't we don't have to just hot potato and be like, you know, boo, mom guilt sucks, you know, and it serves no purpose. It does. It actually has a handful of super valuable benefits. But once you've figured out what the benefit was for you that you needed, the lesson that you needed and what it was there to teach you, throw that ish away. And if you're having a hard time throwing that ish away, then try this exercise of finding the benefits to you, to your kiddo, to whoever else is involved, and that'll just help neutralize it a bit so that then maybe you can see the lesson and throw the rest away. And just be patient with yourself. Let it be messy. This is the journey. This is life. Remind me of this. The next time that I'm feeling guilty, like we're always going to get there. It's never like, oh, cool. I'm never going to feel this again. No, it's a feedback system. It's there in place. It's a beautiful, intelligent design to how we were created and how we move through the world. But in the meantime, I just wanted to anchor this message in for us. That's what I do. Whenever I'm recording these solo episodes, it's always something that I feel like I know I'm going to need to hear this later. I'm going to need to put this in my book for us, for you and for me. So I wanted to anchor this in because it's been a super valuable perspective shift for me to be able to see that guilt with less judgment and more gratitude to be like, oh. I can see, and it's years down the line now, specifically from these particular examples, but I can look back and see with so much more perspective exactly what purpose that guilt was serving. And it was a beautiful purpose and the shift that it sparked and the season that it created where I was much less into my business and more about figuring out my own self, my own ish and how I wanted to be showing up in my family and my life and what I wanted my business to really be about. Like, I'm really grateful for that crushing mom guilt because it taught me a hugely valuable lesson. And I'm really grateful for that exercise that helped me actually see the benefit of the deployment, like the things that felt so hard at the time, being able to see how we actually all benefited in our own way, it just made life more bearable. And it helped me just like, instead of having all that noise in my head and all the emotion in my head, it helped me just see with more objectivity, here's what's going on and here's how it can be working for us and not against us, right? Oh, I'm so grateful that you spent time to hear this message today. And if it was helpful for you, I really encourage you to share it with just one friend or send the friend naptimeempires.com slash zero five four. No, five, six. I don't know. Go to naptimeempires.com. You'll see it in the podcast player and just share it with a friend who needs it and tag me on your Instagram story or wherever you're listening on Facebook, tag me with your favorite aha, because I really do love this conversation or I wouldn't be having it and anchoring it into the podcast. So wherever you're listening, tag me so that we can continue this conversation and get it into more earbuds of those who aren't really sure what to do with mom guilt. Again, that was me. And it'll probably be me again, right? Because then we forget and then we need to hear it again. But if you've been hot potatoing mom guilt or not seeing any of the gifts and the benefits for you, hopefully this is a helpful reframe and exercise. Let me know how it goes. I'm so grateful to you for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode. This show may be over, but the conversation is just beginning. Head on over to naptimeempires.com slash Facebook so you can join my free... Wait, did I say free? I'm in priceless, rapidly growing community of naptime empire builders for deeper discussions, behind the scenes scoop, and of course, updates whenever I've got new stuff coming up for you. Naptimeempires.com slash Facebook. See you there. See you next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs>